not so neat and tidy at Motorbase and a familiar face returns to BTC, we have the news update. Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast and finally after I don't know how many months we are back together recording once again. How does it feel? Weird. I quite like being in my own little room with my headset on. Well, I know. that's rude. Well, I have, to, I have to travel to yours. I can, you know, it involves me getting out of the house. Um, it's odd. It's, we've changed setup here slightly. We're in a, a different area than we used to record in your house, which is which is good. Yeah, hopefully it'll work a little bit smoother, um, and uh, you'll get a better quality. But yeah, we've got a few news items to pick up from from the last couple of weeks, uh, heading towards Snetterton. Um, next next weekend next weekend next weekend um, which as far as we know we're going to yeah we have had tickets um, however we're still waiting to have our hearts broken yeah. about two days before the event when they realise that they can't have the capacity that they want and they have to start doing some sort of raffle or what have you but as it stands here today at the time of recording we are going to Seston it is unusual that we haven't heard anything about capacities being increased or numbers being increased I would suggest that things have happened so last minute throughout the uh, <laughs> pandemic uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there's ongoing talks at the moment between TOKA, BTC, MSA, uh, MSV and the government. Well motorsport always seemed to be the last one thought of as well wasn't it because all the football went back and stuff like that and motorsport was really left behind in that regard. Yeah I mean it seems to me if you can put 10-20,000 people in Wembley then you can yeah. get people to these exactly. kind of events which exactly. are you know, big outdoor events we have been to Seston a couple of weeks ago we had a track meantime, day yeah. there that was fun it was nice to be back at a circuit and take my car around the track uh, you as a passenger telling me how to get the correct line through the various uh, corners I'm not sure your tyres liked it quite as much though not as much as they yeah, perhaps might have done <laughs> and um, I tell you what Quorum is a hell of a scary corner it doesn't look yeah, anything on the telly but my gosh that's scary yeah trying to work out where to scrub and where not to but it was just so good just to even walk into the loos at Snetterton it was just so good to be back at a racetrack for you know it wasn't a, it wasn't an official track day it wasn't an official racing event but it was just so nice to smell a bit of oil in the air and hear cars going around the circuit and yeah it, fingers crossed we can we can get back to some normality this year and fingers crossed we can get to Snetterton next week uh, yes, very much looking forward to that. Getting on to the news that we have this week for you, uh, we'll first of all start off with the BTC driver that has now been announced for the rest of the season. Now, at the opening weekend at Thruxton, Dan Camish was an outstanding stand-in for um, the departing Michael Kreese, um, but there were question marks over whether it would be his only weekend. You were adamant that it wasn't going to be. Um, however, yep. I think the news that has been released that Senna Proctor will be driving for the team um, pretty much closes that door, doesn't it? Yeah, and I would say that Proctor was also my... I, I was firm that it would be him mm. if it wasn't Camish. Yeah, yeah, he was the obvious choice. Um, I'm slightly surprised it's not Camish, but obviously if he's got things in place with Porsche that he can't now back out of or doesn't want to back out of. Of course, there's the issue of how many sponsors can he bring on board to BTC, getting into all the really boring stuff. Yeah. Uh, whereas Proctor is a safe pair of hands, four years in the sport, you know, a, a race winner. He's the obvious bet, and he's the most recent driver I can think of who was on the grid last year but not on this year. 
and he's worked with Josh Cook before. Him and yep. um, him and Cook at PMR, uh, PMR wasn't it in yep. Vauxhall, in that tag racing Vauxhall. They they had a good run out as a team team duo, didn't they? Well, that was his best season, Proctor, in twenty eighteen, where he got a, a win and two podiums along the way, um, and generally some pretty good results throughout the year. And I'd argue that's probably the most competitive year of the Astra, yeah. notwithstanding what might happen this year. Yeah, certainly. I think it will be interesting to see how he settles into that car because um, it's different, very different to what he's driven before. Uh, nothing quite like the uh, uh, Astra, as you say. And was he in the Subaru? Yeah, he had a year, 2019 with Raging Flux Racing. He was yeah. in the Subaru. His best result that year uh, was a fourth, but generally he really struggled with that car. Um, Everyone struggled with that car apart from Sutton. Uh, Plato and Turks in the first year were pretty good in it, but yeah, and they changed the rules where they had to mount the engine if memory serves me right. Oh, so don't start about that again. Yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> yes, generally, by the time uh, Proctor got in the car, the uh, team and the car was a little bit of a basket case. So you're right, Sutton was able to get the most out of it. But even even he struggled. Let's be fair. Yeah. Even he struggled. Yeah. Let's not forget, Sutton did win a championship in that car, so it wasn't completely. Uh, Undrivable. Yes, yes, very much so. What what do you think we can expect from Proctor for the season then? I don't know because in all honesty, I was slightly disappointed last year. Obviously, driving for Hyundai, uh, sorry, Accelerate with the Hyundai, took a podium, but never really built on that throughout the season. Um, what can you expect? But neither driver did, did they? No, neither but of them had those standout performances that we might have expected once or twice in the year. Yes, they got a podium each, but they never kicked on from that, did they? No, and I think that's what's the disappointment and why I'm not too sure what to expect this time around from him. Obviously, he's going into a very good car that's Mm. already very well developed, unlike the Hyundai. And he had his best season after uh, a season running in the Astra, so he had back-to-back season in the Astra, which suggests that he's good at taking on a car that's there to be taken on rather than have to build one himself. Um it's difficult, isn't it? Because is he an upgrade on Crease? Probably. Yes. Is he an I upgrade so. on Camish? No. No. So I, is I, that weird? I doubt many drivers on the grid are actually an upgrade on Camish, though. No, and this I think changed the dynamic again for Cook, and I wonder if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing for Cook because I think at Thruxton Cook probably overdrove in a good way because he mm. had the pressure of he couldn't be beaten by Dan Camish on that weekend. You politically and you know, yeah. for the season you, you can't. Doesn't move. look good, does it? No, exactly. <laughs> Is Proctor going to push him in the same way that Camish could and did? I don't think so. I, w- I wonder whether Cook has had any influence on Proctor coming in, knowing that they've worked together before and knowing how Proctor works with him in a team. Um, I think that friendship will possibly spur both of them on um, to better things because when they were in the Astra together, they were really bouncing off each other and almost fighting for the similar sort of positions. Yeah, by all accounts, they got on well whilst whilst at PMR, and obviously you expect them to get on well if they're going to be racing together again. Um, it's it's a it's a very safe, it's a very obvious uh, driver to, to plug the gap. Is it the right driver? I'm not sure who else is really available to who you could argue. Um, I just don't know what to really expect. Do I think. Do you think he'll see out the full season now? Yeah, I don't think he's ever had a problem with backing so much. No. Um, with, with the sponsorship he's bought and he has had four seasons in the touring cars back to back which or consecutively sorry so it does make you question why he wasn't picked before the start of the season though 
Surely. Yeah, I think the only well, yes, but I think the only place it didn't it didn't really make sense is that Smiley was kept on ahead of him yes. at Accelerate. But yeah. there, there could be a myriad of reasons for that, including just personal relationships within the team, etc. Otherwise, where did he really fit? I mean, PMR had Plato and Turkerton, mm. sorry, Plato and Lloyd, sorry, from the off. Um, Adrian Flux doesn't really exist anymore because he's on Plato's car. Yep. Sutton at Laser Tools, well, that's Moffitt's team, and yeah. Okay, possibly ahead of Bordley, but Bordley brings the sponsorship as well, and he's part of that team hard outfit in many ways, which they're also a four car part part uh, team now. Does he fit in at hard again? Not really the sort of driver they're after. Uh, so it, it's difficult to see where else he fit. The only place that could he could have gone is, in my view, Chilton's seat at Car Gods. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, Chilton's has once again managed to land an I incredible think, machine. I was going to say, I think money talks in that situation. Yeah, but he has I got the money. Chil- no, I think Chilton brings a lot more money. Oh, that man is loaded. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that. <laughs> I'd probably take a, a guess, and it is just a guess that Gallagher Insurance brings more to the table than Proxy Plant Hire. But yeah, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, what are you expecting? I think I think he'll get a top six finish. Do I, I think he'll win the race? I no. think he'll get on a podium. Do you? Yeah. Um, I think it will come towards the end of the year, maybe at one of his more favoured tracks. Not Hill. Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, we saw that the BTC car went quick there last year before Cook put it in a wall um, backwards, if you remember. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think he'll get a podium. I don't think he'll get a win. Um, and I think he'll be looking to finish, what, top 15 in the championship? So he should be uh, For me, he should be aiming top 10. Yes, he probably should. But we've also had a little look at what the other cars or the new cars on the grid this year can do. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, he's one of the younger people in the series at only 22, and there, there comes a time where you have to make good of that potential. Mm. You know, he's always been an up-and-coming driver, a, potentially, you know, a potential champion, a potentially really you know, you know, race winner several times over. Has he disappointed? I'd say probably not, but he's certainly not reached the heights, I think, that some people expected of him when he first came into the series. Yeah. Uh, particularly when you look at how good his 2018 season was and how meta average the following two seasons were. Okay, there are circumstances with the cars and the teams, etc., etc. But even so, I think I think that there comes a point where you expect the talent to, to shine through a bit more. Yep. Well, it'll certainly be interesting to see how he develops throughout the season. Um, and another driver coming back into the series for possibly one weekend only is a certain Miss Jess Hawkins. Obviously last year she had a run out for PMR as a guest drive in their Astra. At Snetterton. At Snetterton, yes. Um, and she will be back this or this coming weekend for a certain Mr Andy Neat at Motorbase. Um, where are tools with Photon Group or whatever it's now named. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, is this altogether surprising... Probably not. No. Um, from Neat's statement, he's taken the decision to, to have a weekend or have the weekend off and regroup and rethink after the shenanigans that happened at Thruxton. One would imagine that he, well, one knows from looking through Twitter and what have you, he's probably had some very nasty comments his way. And it goes about saying that anything that goes against him, his family, to the level of death threats or, you know, there's a line, there's a line between saying he's not a very good driver, in your opinion and moving those on to personal attacks, and obviously yep. they sh- that line should never, ever be crossed. So I can understand why, from a mental point of view, he probably doesn't want 
Well, he just needs a weekend off to regroup and rethink, which which I think makes sense. Yeah, it'll keep him out of the firing line. I think it'll bring down the heat around the team as well. Um, and it's a brilliant opportunity for Jess once again. Um, she didn't disappoint herself last year when she had the outing in the um, Vauxhall Astra. And I think she'll be an even more competitive car this time round. Um, and could really, really have a good battle with Jade probably this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think a points finish is out of the question this weekend. She's in a car that is really yep. good. Um, we saw at Thruxton good results for Jake Hill in the same car. Um, decent results for Ollie Jackson. And Sam Osborne leads the Jack Sears as it stands. So, yeah, the car's capable um, as long as the brake pedal is working. It's interesting that she was like effectively hand-picked by Neat. Mm. Um, I wonder whether there's any former... Uh, working relationship there before or whether he saw her performance from last season and goes okay I'll, I'll give you a run in the car because we know how much money he brings into the team he's effectively funding her drive for the weekend in my eyes oh yeah I mean Jess in her statement says that she's known Andy and his family for, for years um, so again yeah, that's a good side to Andy Neat and you know we're all too well, everyone's very quick to jump on the bad side of anything it's also important we, we do jump on the good side of things as well there's no question that so Andy Neat's driving has raised eyebrows and have raised serious questions about his ability in the sport, whether that be from people like Andrew Jordan tweeting last year or just what we saw at Thruxton and then the the rigmarole and the I don't really know how to describe it, the communications that followed about it was a mechanical error rather than a drive, yeah. just, just the whole the whole thing was really poorly handled from start to finish, I think is, is fair to say. Yeah, I don't think anyone did any favours for themselves or other parties involved either. Um, and unfortunately, his history goes before him sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I think we'll, we will see him back. He's already said he, he plans to be back for Brands. Yeah. Um, and that's that's fair enough. You know, he, he has right on the grid he's been passed to, to drive by the, the standard board and he's got his license etc we don't want to have a season where we have people dropping in and out I mean that's no. you know whatever you think of the drivers on the grid it's better for the, the series as a whole to have a, a grid that's stable for the year in my eyes otherwise you get the merry-go-round that having a couple of years back where every weekend it yeah, seemed there's 40 drivers across the yeah, season yeah, yeah to, and to me that's no good to anyone because no. you're just not Giving anybody the chance to improve, and that, that's the thing, you know. To uh, the points of our series, were neat actually did pretty well, and we were pretty yep. impressed and thought, okay, this is this is you know, there's this had good drives early on, didn't they? Yeah, there's especially glimmers at here. Brands. Yeah, there's glimmers here. Yeah, you know, I think that same in you know, football manager terms, you've got to give people time mm. in the car that they're in and build confidence and yeah. understand how it works and be able to set it up and and feel comfortable in that environment, and then when you're getting barrage of abuse for want of a better term from media and just random people on social media it 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 really affects people or it can really affect people mentally and I don't think people sort of like see that no it's a form of trolling in many ways isn't it you know I mean I say there's 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 a very different line between saying in your view, Andy Neat is not a very good driver and shouldn't be allowed on the grid. And what yeah. what's it going to take for him to have his license suspended to making a personal attack on him or his family? You know, yeah. everyone's got an opinion about everything. There'll be people that don't like this podcast. There are people that don't like this podcast. We have read 
reviews people who don't like it yes it's not very nice but it's not personal don't have to listen to it do they (laughs) (laughs) it's their choice Um, and there are plenty of other drivers on the grid to focus on Um, and I think looking forward to the Snatterton weekend for Jess um, she'll make the most of it um, at a track she knows and yeah I think we could possibly see a couple of points for her maybe yeah absolutely I mean you know, she's a driver who's racing in various, various um, uh, different dis- disciplines over the years um, her best overall career result probably was the second in the mini challenge pro class um, but she's a good driver she's a fast driver She's tipped for great things. Uh, she's been sort of knocking on the door of the BTC for a while. She, she's got full-time aspirations to be in the BTC. I mean, who doesn't? Um, so this is a really good opportunity for her to, to put a stake in the ground and remind people how good she is. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think out of all the drivers last year, Rob Austin aside, she probably impressed me the most going yeah. into the PMR drives. Steady improvements throughout the day. Yeah. Fairly you know, kept the pace well. Um, battled it in with the big boys I think she's got 22nd 21st and 20th so you say clear progression throughout held her own I mean overall very impressive did you also know she uh, does some of the stru- stunt driving for James Bond and she's also with Aston Martin these days she's in back yeah. at the moment isn't she busy yeah. busy girl busy busy girl uh, well I think that just about sums up all of our news um, we'll be bringing you a preview podcast as you would expect on the Friday before Snetterton um, and we would expect to have a review podcast for you out on Monday evening possibly the Tuesday evening as we are going to the event as it stands as it stands um, and we hope to rewatch the majority of the races before we <laughs> that's probably a good idea yeah, <laughs> before yeah. we go into a podcast um, but we hope you stay safe um, remember to put the sunscreen on because the weather is lovely and warm at the moment um, and we'll speak to you again soon and if we are if we do go to Snetterton and you, some of you guys are going feel free to come up if you see us and say hello and have a chat we're yep. more than happy to bend each other's ears about your favourite say at Leon livery or whatever it might be um, we'll be more than happy to have a chat at a distance safely with mitigation and what have you all all, all, the, all the restrictions all of those counts but we're more than happy to have a chat with you yeah we'll be looking forward to seeing a lot of you at Snetterton Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 